0: Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Savannah Naturals, or check out their website at savannahnaturals.com. Hey! Welcome to our bonus episode. I had an awesome conversation with Chewiezy Thorn. She's a brand and marketing strategist and she gave a lot of awesome tips and we just had a great conversation. It was really fun speaking with Chewiezy, And I just wanna let you know and apologize in advance because we did have a few audio glitches, but other than that, it was some really great content and it doesn't continue on for long. And here is Chiwesi's bio. Chiwesi Thorne is a brand and marketing strategist. She is a co-owner of TE Business Solutions and a brand and marketing studio based in Toronto. She's also the co-owner of Citizen African Inc a boutique consulting agency aimed at empowering visual content creatives and to help them realize both their creative and business potential. Aiming to bridge the gap between creativity and business, she launched her first business at the age of 18. And since then, she has worked with top brands, including Pepsi, IHG, and Marriott. Chiwizi is obsessed about preserving and propelling the African culture through arts, fashion, and media. She is passionate about empowering entrepreneurs and believes that everyone possesses the power and ability to create and sustain economic freedom using their unique gifts and talents. Her life purpose is building up entrepreneurs, startup companies, and providing them with the tools to succeed. I think you'll really enjoy our interview. Here's the interview with Chewesey Thorne. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandy Taylor, and we have an awesome guest today, Chiweezy Thorne. Welcome, Chiweezy. Hey, thank you, Brandy, so much for having me. I'm excited to be on the podcast. Awesome. I'm excited to have you. So, tell, introduce yourself to the audience. Tell us a little bit about you. Okay, so I'm Shereezy Thorne. I'm
1: a brand and marketing strategist. Um, What that is is I basically help entrepreneurs and businesses um, find out who they are, who their brand is, um, what it is that they offer to um, like target into what they offer to their ideal clientele, and showcase their products and services in a way that is true to
0: them. I love that because I feel like if you don't know you don't have a brand identity and so you don't know what your brand represents then it's going to be really hard to even promote yourself as a business and a brand and then also um if you don't understand who you're promoting to so let's talk about uh some of the your expertise and some of the um brand strategy uh, things that you offer
1: yeah so um i run a brand and marketing studio um out in toronto And some of the things that we do there, um, we do obviously the logo design, website design, um, but we go deeper than that. We go to really pulling out what your brand identity is, um, really kind of working it from, from the front back and saying, okay, who is my ideal client? What kind of, what is my ideal client going through? How can I best tailor my services and my products to fit what they need? Um, So that's kind of what we do for for businesses.
0: Great. So do you feel that it's best to uh, like niche your services when you're, you know, creating your brand identity? So to have like a specific client or specific uh, group that you're targeting?
1: I think so, and it's, it's definitely on a case-by-case basis, but I think that the overall rule um, is to have a niche. Um, And then within that niche, you can now, once you've firmed up what your niche is, you can look at opportunities that arise within your niche and cater your services towards that. Because I think that gone are the days of people being a jack-of-all-trades and helping people with this and that and that. That's not what people are looking for these days. People want somebody that, you know my industry, you know what I'm going through, you can talk to that you know, if we're talking about, let's talk about the beauty industry for one. Um, You can't effectively cater to the beauty industry and at the same time, you know, cater to lawn services. It's (laughs) It's <laughs> two complete ends of the spectrum. Now, can you talk about beauty and retail? Absolutely. There are different ways that, you know, there are things that um, run in symmetry, but some things that just, it just don't even make no, sense.
0: Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, because girl, I can, you know, like slay a face and, you know, mow your lawn and fix your, your car. Are, you know what I mean no but I, I, I totally get it but I know people who do who have several different talents and I I think that uh sometimes it's an identity crisis you know because just because you're you're able to do certain things don't mean that you know those are some things you should be operating in you should be doing it right. <laughs> right that's it I laugh and say you know like I love doing
1: hair you know I love okay slaying a wig doing all this but it's not my expertise and I know that there are people that are much better at it than me so it's like why should I waste my time and my energy doing that even though I can do it and I can do it great why waste my time doing that when there are other things that I could be channeling my services to that I know that I do exceptionally well and I think that that's what it is is finding what you do exceptionally well and doing that
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. So how do we go about finding out, like, who is, who our ideal customer is? Like, how do I even figure that out? So when you want to find out who your ideal customer is, you want to find, you want to look at,
1: one, what is it that I'm offering people? What is it? Second thing is what I just said earlier, what is it that I do exceptionally well? And when you now start looking at yourself and seeing what capabilities you have and the skill set you have, now you can see, okay, my skill set is best built for people that are dealing with this and this and this and this. If I know my skill set is best, is best with dealing with moms who need childcare and I'm great at taking care of children, then I know that that's what I'm to be doing. And so I know now know that okay. What I'm now, how do I brand myself? You know, there's so many branding tools and branding apps that are free and that we can talk about um, a bit later. But it's now going to these resources because they're so overwhelming. They're so overwhelming. And what it, what it ends up being is that you look at this, um, you know, you look at Canva, you look at Vistaprint and you're like, oh, I'm going to do this because I saw this somewhere in this, I saw this somewhere else. But it's like, no, what does my clientele want to see? What do, what rings true to me? It mm-hmm. might be a t- but how does this resonate with me it's going that extra step and saying, i'm choosing this because i can now speak to it because i like the color green because the you know speaks to the earth whatever it is that goes into your um your brand identity that's what we're going after so it's being true to yourself being true to your clients and being true to what your business is and your business model
0: Awesome. So once you figure that out, like once you figure out who your client is, then how do you market to that client? So that's an excellent question, Brandy. You can market to that client so
1: many different ways. So I have a client right now um, who actually owns um, a beauty supply store. And her thing is, you know, we've, we've done the online thing, we've done the online marketing That's one of my experiences on online marketing, she's like, we've done online marketing, kind of just cut and paste and say, well, I'm going to go off of this demographic because that's where I am. And yeah, sure, I'm going to target women. Um, but but again, we don't go into a deeper understanding of who our clients are. For her, a lot of her clients are online. So in as much as I told her, you know, you're not seeing, you have to look at your demographic. Who's your demographic? So a lot of her, you know, clientele are university students because she's conveniently placed between two major universities here in Canada you know so her major clientele is university students it's um, women in the area of a certain age you know up until the age of 64 really so she has a broad reach so I would say you know you now look at who your demographic are you look at what the trends are for your demographic do my does my demographic spend more time online than they do on TV? Do they spend more time, you know, reading the newspaper? Do they spend more time um, looking at ads when they're driving down, you know, this strip to drop off their kids? Where I, where are my ideal clients? What are they doing? What are their trends? So it's getting into that psyche and then realizing now how you can market to them.
0: Okay. So how do we study the trends?
1: So there are a lot of there are a lot of resources out there that help you um, study the trends. Now, of course, here's a plug: there's services like my like my studio that help people do that and streamline that. But there are also certain things online that are available to everybody. One of the cool things that I like to use it's called SEM Rush. So SEM Rush is a social is a search engine um, marketing tool. So you can plug in any domain right now. You can plug in your competitors. So you, you know, your competitor is XYZ hair. You type in XYZhair.com. It will let you know where XYZ um, hair's target market is coming from? Where are, they coming from their, um, are they coming from their social media campaigns? Are they coming from their paid ads? Are they, is, are they driving traffic from, um, you know, referrals that's affiliate links and that sort of thing? So when you look at that and you look at where your competitors' information is coming from, um, where your competitors' leads are coming from and generating from, and you look at where your leads are coming from and generating from, you can now sort of start to see, okay, this is what's kind of working, this is what's not. Um, so SEM Rush is a really great tool to use um, that's one of the things that I like um, there are a lot of consumer reports out there that you just got to dig through and read through um, that give you if you if your consumer base is millennials which is soon rising up to be you know the largest um, buying demographic right now you look up their buying trends um, online there's a lot of stuff google I mean you can just Google a lot of stuff and a lot of information. So I think starting to use those tools that are free and available to you can go a long way.
0: Oh, I agree. Have you tried Google Trends?
1: Yes. Okay. Google Trends is definitely a great one. Um when you look at also your uh, social, sorry, you look at all your socials. So you look at Instagram. Instagram is really great at breaking down um, insights for your demographics. Instagram is really great at highlighting, you know, um, what time your people like to click on, what, um, what their age group is, where they're searching you from, what countries they're, they're located in. Um, so it gives you a good insight as to where, where you should concentrate, one, your marketing dollars and where she, you should concentrate your marketing efforts.
0: Yes, I absolutely agree. So let's talk about, I love the name, the T30 Workbook. Tell yeah. us, you have a workbook coming out, you're working on it, and tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I'll tell you about
1: about the workbook. So T-30 Brand Activation is really, it's a workbook that is functional, that helps entrepreneurs either brand their material Brand who they are, their brand, figure out their brand identity, figure out their target market, um, and create tools that will help them market to these people. So um, it's either for entrepreneurs that are looking to brand or entrepreneurs that are looking to rebrand their products and services. Um, And kind of how I came up with it was I found myself in quite a quite a few meetings with um, a lot of entrepreneurs that have either they've reached a certain level um, of earnings and whether it be 100,000 or 3 million, you know, and now they're saying, how do I get to the next level? That's always the question is, how do I get to the next level? Because they've gotten to the point where they feel like they've plateaued in their marketing efforts. Um, so T minus 30 is really that 30 day push and that 30 day drive to, to really hone in on who you are, who you're marketing to, creating your image, how you'll be seen to the world um, onward past the 30 days.
0: Okay, great. So is it like, is the book in addition to the services that you offer, or is it just something that you're just offering for entrepreneurs if they want a tool that can help them in their business, or how is that? how does that work? Are you tired of trying natural hair products that don't work for your hair? Then you need to try Savannah Naturals. Savannah Naturals is a trusted hair and skin care line, handcrafted with natural and organic ingredients that support healthy and strong hair growth and nourishing properties that help restore smooth skin as well. Savannah Naturals cares to all. These products are made to serve as food for your hair and skin. You can follow them at Savannah Naturals on Facebook and Instagram. That's Savannah with a C. Or go to their website at www.SavannahNaturals.com. Okay, so the So the book is really created
2: for um, the entrepreneur that really wants to do it themselves. And they want to, you know, go through the 30 days. If you can dedicate those 30 days um, to work the process of the book and the stuff that's laid out in the workbook, you can create, I'm confident that you can create a solid brand and really start generating better leads um, for your business. So, because a lot of things that happen, a lot of things that, um, kind of happen when you put something out like paid ads on a platform like Facebook is that Facebook paid ads just even though they say they're targeted they still go out and grab a whole bunch of people and it's not really the leads that you want so you spend your time now sifting through leads that aren't going to get you anywhere that aren't interested in your service that aren't willing to pay for your services um and rather than do that, I'm showing you ways step by step that you can now start generating better leads that are interested and engaged with your products and your service.
0: Well, what I know, I agree with that. I I've seen crazy stuff. Like I've seen I'm in Michigan and I've seen people in Texas having a like a, a little makeup class or something. And it I, I'm seeing that ad. Now you're having a small makeup class at your studio in Texas. Why would I come to Texas for that class? Like, right. So, right. What are the chances? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what are the chances? But I see all – it's like Atlanta. It's everywhere. Alabama right. is all to So what it is is that people just are not familiar with how it works, and they don't know how to narrow down their targets. They don't yep. know how to really live – you know how you could go. You could go and editor and kind of see, like, okay – this many people is clicking. These people from this people, like this, women from the ages of 30 to 50, are really, really coming to my um, ads, and they're clicking on them the most. And they usually range work between this and this, and they live in this area. And then mm-hmm. that, and then you can really look at it and narrow it down. Yeah. How to target your market? But if you don't know and you're just listening to Facebook and you just press advertise or boost or whatever, then it's going to send it to everybody. Mm-hmm. Because, and they're going to eat up all your money and they're going to send us everybody in the whole United States that, you know, there's not even a part of your target market. They're not your customer. They never will be your customer. Mm-hmm. So unless you have like, unless you have like a product that they can buy and you can ship right. it up in the U.S., then that makes sense. Or you're right. like, maybe like a course or something. Then that makes sense. Cause you could you know, sell that course to anybody. But when you're doing like services, within like your uh, local state or city, then it doesn't make sense to target the United States. So exactly. I'm glad you know that you have some information to help people to just figure out how to get their branding and everything together.
2: Yeah. Cause I had one client come to me and you know, they were so excited because they're like, Oh, look at the amount of clicks that we're getting per month and this and this and this and, this and, this. and you look at it and majority of the people are from Nigeria or Ghana, And it's like, when are you going to send out your stuff to these people? When are they going to come over? Same you said, when are they going to come over to a class? Probably never. So you're That's wasting right. your time and your staff time, you know, with this
0: and mm-hmm. your money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what do you think are some of the major mistakes that people make when they're building their brand?
2: Oh, my gosh. Let me, where do you even begin from? Uh, one People major mistake people build uh, people do when they build their brand is they don't build it with their consumers in mind. They build it with what appeals to them and what looks good to them and what they like and what they don't like and it's all about them. And it's like, well, you're not selling to you because you're not gonna make no money off of you, you know. (laughs) So that's definitely one of the big um, mistakes that people make. Um, A second mistake people make is. They don't take the time to look at their landscape. So if you can reach people globally, if you can reach people, you know, all throughout America, well and good. But if you, you need to start by understanding who's around you first. Because when you're, you're looking at logistically, your mobilization, when you're looking at how to get around, how to get your staff around, you're looking at your cost, your overhead to if it's a service. Um, that people need to offer? How are you going to connect with your clients constantly? So it's well and good to, you know, want to expand and want to reach everybody, but you have to segment it. So you have to look at your market segmentation um, and see where your buyers are, see um, what it is that they like, what your, um, and your products and services. So a third thing I will say um, about mistakes that people make um, has hmm. got to be a good one. The third thing that I constantly see when people making mistakes in branding. Um, yeah, they just picked, you hire somebody off of Fiverr or you engage with somebody off of freelance. Now, this one's going to be like, okay, like what's wrong with freelance? What's wrong with Fiverr? There's nothing wrong with freelance. There's nothing wrong with Fiverr. The problem is that to be, to be an effective brand, to be a great brand, you need brand consistency. So the problem with engaging somebody on Fiverr and Freelancer is that you'll have somebody create your marketing material over here. And then next thing you know, you need something else. You'll engage with somebody totally different or you'll engage with somebody else totally different. They don't understand the full grasp of who you are as a business. So they're just generating something else that might look like, you know, they've this around, so they're just going to slap it and paste it and put your name on it. And that doesn't seem authentic to your consumers.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So it looks generic. It looks run-of-the-mill and it doesn't get to your true brand potential. So that's, those are, I think, the three main mistakes people make.
0: Great. So how important is it to have your marketing in order? very important
1: <laughs> nice.
0: it's very important to have um
2: your not only your sales in order but your marketing in order because depending on where you are inside um i deal with clients that are um 10 and above employees but i also now have branched out into dealing with individuals and you know your marketing material rings true because you want to lead. you your marketing and your brand should speak to who you are as a company and who you are as a service without you even being in the room. Mm -hmm. Your brand has to be able to speak on your behalf. Your marketing products have to be able to speak on your behalf. You know, we started the conversation with you saying, um, you just uh, checked out my Instagram a little while ago and I was uh, speaking. And what I post, what I talk about has to ring true with who I am as an individual Because you're over there in Detroit, I'm in Toronto, you need to know who Chew Easy Thorne is before you meet Chew Thorn. Thorne. And it's great that we've got so many um, tools and resources that are free that people can leverage and engage with um, to put out more information about who they are because right now we're uh, we're dealing in a time of so much information you know, and we're getting information just constantly sorted and thrown at us. Information overload. (laughs) Overload, extreme overload. So it's like, one, how do you stand out? You have to market yourself. How Mm -hmm. do you let people, how do you remind people about who you are? Because, Brandy, I'm sure you've been there. You go to a marketing event or an expo like you're about to do, you know, and you meet so many people by the time the day's done and it's not that, you know, you had a bad encounter with them or a forgetful encounter with them. It's just that there were so many people. There were so many products. There were so many services. So it's like, how do I now follow up and, rem- and make sure that Brandy remembers who I am? How do I make sure? Because Brandy seems like she's a great customer for me. She seems like she's a great client. We had a great conversation at the expo, you know, and now I want to continue to serve as her. So when I leave Brandy, how is she going to remember me? you got to market yourself. you got to
0: get your name out there. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Awesome. This is great. This is great. So I can really tell that you are passionate about, you know, branding, marketing and branding. And I am too. So I love it. I love it. And I got to get, how can I, so how can we get a hold of the book?
2: So you can get a hold of the book. The book will be available on Amazon November 30th. Oh. Uh, so it's a little ways away, but it will be available on Amazon on November 30th, and I'll also be talking about it and mentioning it all over um, my social media. So you can definitely buy it off of my website as well, um which will be live actually at the end of the week. So I'm excited about that. Um, with doing, with rebranding and everything like that, I had to look at myself internally, too, and say, okay, um, the brand and marketing studio is something that I run with my husband as well as my business partner. And so the three of us always are on the fly doing something um, with it. But I said, you know, at the beginning of this year that I want to be, I want to make more of an impact. And I want to connect more and deeper with specifically female entrepreneurs. And I knew that I could do it, you know, with the branding studio, but I knew that um, to give it that extra care and attention and that extra part of me, I had to rebrand and branch out at Um So that's what, uh, that's what I did. So a lot of material that you'll find on the website will um, be a lot of resources and tools that people can just pick up, read, and put into action right away. And I think that that's what people need and that's what female entrepreneurs more specifically need is really something that's quick, easy to read, gets to the point,
0: helps me, shows me what to do and how to take action. Exactly, because um, I wouldn't have time for anything other than that. <laughs> Nobody has time for that. Nobody yeah. has time yeah. to read but five pages, 10 pages. Right, what? right, <laughs> right. Well, okay, so I want to ask you the the final questions that I like to ask everyone who comes on the podcast. All right. Okay, so how do you define success? Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting question. Um, if you asked me how I defined success five years ago, I would have said, you know, big old mansion, big old car, uh, tricked out, blinged out everything, and definitely money in the bank. But now, after going through, and we'll probably talk about this at another time, but i um, I left a lot of what I was doing and I left the corporate world um, after having a health care. I didn't have time for my newborn son. I didn't have time for my husband. I didn't have time for nobody, nothing but work. And it was overload and it was stressful. And I literally, and I had a doctor tell me, if you don't stop doing what you're doing and going the way you're going, you are going to die. Wow. And for me, that took me aback. And I was like, what, do you, you know, what are you talking about? So now I define success as having enough time for having enough time and resources for the things that matter the most. I
0: love it. Yeah.
2: So how do you stay motivated? How do I stay motivated? Oh my gosh. I stay motivated first and foremost um, by my faith. Um, it definitely supercharges me and believing that you know, God has great and amazing things in store for me that keeps me going and that keeps me motivated. Uh, but secondly, what keeps me motivated is just building this circle of female bosses that are just out here doing the darn thing. People like you, Randy that I see online doing her thing. Um, I've got great uh, friends. One is called the Purpose Coach, Nicole Solomon. And, um, you know, people like that that are out here just Being moms, being, you know, um, spouses, but out here just dominating my clients that are, you know, from single moms to just single people, and they're just out here just wanting to rise up each and every day and get it and be the best in whatever it is that they're offering and that they're um, putting out there into the world. So that is what definitely keeps me motivated.
0: Awesome. So what is your favorite book? What is my favorite book? Oh, goodness.
2: I'll have to say it's a book called The Legacy. And it's my favorite book because um, it's a book that my mom wrote. Oh, wow. And it's a book that my mom wrote. And I remember when I was about to graduate high school, it actually got got adopted into the um, American University curriculum. Wow. And she actually got to teach a class on that. So I think that that is, it was an amazing book. It was a great book for their time. And it just means so much to me that it was a book that my mom wrote and actually put her mind to it.
0: How will we find that book?
2: Um, it's available online and it's still being sold online, surprisingly. I looked the other day and it, was, it had been translated into a whole different language. <laughs> okay. well, what's, what's her name? What's the um, her name is uh perry So
0: it's T S I T S I and her last name is P H I R I. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. And I always I know you have several of biz, several business tools to help you operate in your business as a marketing and mm-hmm. brand, you know, strategist and specialist and everything like that. So mm-hmm. what is your favorite business tool?
2: My favorite business tool. Um my favorite business tool, I would have to say, my favorite business tool is my calendar. Because my calendar keeps my head on <laughs> what calendar <do> you use <laughs> when everything in? else is going crazy. Girl, I use Google. Google.
0: The Google, okay, Google, Google Calendar.
2: Google Suite is the best. Like, I literally live off of Google D. My team lives off of Google D. You know, we transfer docs through there, our drive. I had an incident where my phone went down and everything faked was not only access them, you know, to the cloud, but anybody has time to be paying Apple more and more money to store their photos, but everything's backed up on Google for free. <laughs> right, you know? right. So I'm like, all my documents, everything was still right on there. So I love the Google C. That's my favorite. My least favorite, I don't even ask for it, but I'm going to tell you, is um, Asana. Because I had to use Asana for a client, and I just thought it was the most complicated for no reason I was like why why do you have to be so complicated
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I I don't I don't like ones that are, aren't really user-friendly either yeah I, well it's been awesome learning more about you Weezy and chatting with you and I will definitely leave all of your information in the show notes. I wish you the very best in your business and much success to you. And I will be in touch. When that book comes out, I want to have you back on again so we can kind of dive into it and talk about it a bit. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brandy.
2: Thank you. It was just such a pleasure getting to know you and getting to talk with you. Um, definitely looking forward to that beauty expo happening in Detroit. You know you guys need to hop and skip over. Over
0: the border, so you definitely might check it out. I'm mean, nice yeah. excited. oh, I would love it if you could come. Girl, I'm telling
2: you, we just gonna put the winter tires on and drive through. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Canada nice snow in October.
0: It just might <laughs> happen. No, I didn't think Canada's weather uh, was much uh, different from ours. I used to go for bingo all the time. Is bingo still a big thing over there? It
2: still is. Where are
0: you from? Windsor?
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I go
0: bingo all the time in winter we used to, but they made it more difficult because we were going so much you know they changed a lot of things but it used to be easy you just had your ID just cross the border cross yeah we used to go sit and play bingo bingo's not that big in the US but in Canada it is they have like a big old hall on every corner so yeah I have to come and play bingo one day it's been a while since I did that's been years years I haven't played big on well thanks so much for being on the podcast
2: no problem my pleasure thank you for having me
0: yes no problem Cheweezy Thorne guys make sure you check her out I'll leave all her social media handles and as always stay great thanks for tuning in to the Business Beauty Network podcast please subscribe and support our podcast please share it Share it with your friends and family. Also, connect with us. We want to hear from you. Leave us comments. Let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast. Also, email us at BBNetworkPodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram at I am taylor and at Exquisite Looks. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at Exquisite Looks. And you can check out my website at ExquisiteLooks.com. I really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon. Remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.